0: Do you have a big change in life that maybe you've been putting off? Or maybe, you know, life just handed you one of those pleasant little surprises or gigantic surprises. Well, you're in luck because today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to make a big change. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? Danny, let me ask you, do you prefer making big changes yourself
1: or having life hand you big changes? Huh. That's a good question. You know, I think, oh, I think it's like both. I don't think you have a choice. I think sometimes like usually I think, at least in my experience, when a big change happens, it's like it's like 60, 40, like life is hitting me in the face, mm-hmm. you know, telling me that a change is necessary until I finally realize it. And then I realize I need to make a big change, you know?
0: Well, that's that's the thing. <laughs> like, if you don't listen to it long enough, eventually, like, will just be like, OK, it's time for a change. Whap! And there yeah. you go.
1: <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is, like, I think we're so resistant to it. But at the same time, like, it's also like when our when we can see the best, like we, the most like quality changes in our lives that are the best for us too. from those, you know, those moments.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just read this book called Lessons in Chemistry, and it said that change is in our chemistry. Go figure really? it. Mean, I mean,
1: change is everywhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: And courage is the base of all change. So anyways, that being go. said. Uh, we're going to share a few quick tips for how to make a big change in your life or how to deal with a big change if one just got handed to you. So I will go first. My first one for how to make a big change is don't make it a big change. Just small, little changes. So like there's the analogy of like if you're flying from the East Coast to the West Coast or let's say from the West Coast to the East Coast and you change the trajectory of the plane just a fraction, you know, one degree. All of a sudden, instead of going from L.A. to New York, you're going from L.A. down to Florida. So, like, small yeah. little changes compounded over time make a huge difference. But I think one of the big problems that people make with a big changes, they think, oh, this is like, I need to do this big thing. I need to, everything, oh, huge. And it's unsustainable. So what one thing that I like is from the book, The Compound Effect, where he talks about just doing something so small that you can't fail, but something yeah. that's sustainable for life. So what small steps in that direction can you sustain for life? And this is something that I've found in my own life, because like things like going to the gym and lifting weights, when I used to try and like do it like, yeah, and go three, four times a week, that would last for two months. And then I quit. But I found out I can go two times a week and
1: I can sustain that forever. So that's what I do. Yeah. And that's I think that's a good way to look at it, because you're right. Like, that's what I think every time people face a big change and fail, I think a lot of times and this is like personal experience, you know, what we're focusing on that big end and realizing it instead of looking at it like a set of baby steps that are manageable that we can get to you know like well it's like they always said right like a journey of a 10,000 miles begins with one step right you can get there just Mm -hmm. by taking one step at a time you don't have to make 10,000 you can't it's impossible so you do it one at a time and I I like that because it's like the right way to think about these changes Is everything will get done if you do it in incremental steps rather than looking at the whole thing and trying to accomplish it at once because you can't
0: yeah, I think the problem is they call them baby steps and everybody's like, I'm not a baby When yeah. They should call them like smart steps because anytime something's labeled smart, like smartphone, smart car, smart this, People smart love TV, it. People <laughs> love it because they feel retarded and they're like, hey, if it says smart, then I must be smart. So I'm going to do some smart steps.
1: I'm a smart person. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they should. It is all labeling. It does help. Uh, my first one for how to make a big change or whatever, or face it, is a uh, face your fears and identify them. I think this is super helpful because, like, a lot of times we focus on like the change we're trying to make rather than like what terrifies us about the change. And those things that we fear are probably going to be huge hurdles that either prevent us from making it, totally cause us to get off track, or cause us to hide back in whatever original thing we had going on that wasn't really working for us. So, like, and I've experienced this in my own life, like. If you don't face your own fears and know what they are and identify them. And once you identify them, it's much easier to just overcome them and just know like, OK, I feel this way. That's OK. I can still do this. It's just fear or it's just I'm just scared of X, Y or Z. And I can actually get through that now because I know what I'm actually facing rather than just some like, you know, imagined monster in the background that's going to like destroy me if I go that way, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how like. If you don't face a fear, it'll just get bigger and bigger and just like be more constricting around your life. And you just and then like once you face it, maybe not immediately, but then it kind of disappears and you can look back and you can be like, did I? I was really scared of that. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's dude, almost it, it doesn't make
1: sense. Dude, I've had that experience, like student loans. Oh, my God. Whatever. It felt like this, like it felt like somebody was pushing down on me with like a million pounds of weight. And then once you deal with it, it's like, oh. And, like, deal with it in the sense of, like, just take care of the basic, you know, like, I wasn't, like, deal with it, like, I didn't pay it all at once or anything, but like, you just feel so much better once you address the issue. And it's so funny, but that happens all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just need to name the fear and go after it. Yeah. Uh, so my next one for how to make a big change is this is kind of like once you've decided the direction you want to go, burn the boats. Like you heard there's that there's that old story about whatever, I don't know if it was the Romans or the Trojans or some some myth. Some um, myth they did somebody did somebody. You know, they went to war and just to make sure that the guys fought extra hard, they burned the boats, can't turn back. So they either need to win or die. And I think that's an important concept because a lot of people dip their toes in stuff. They're like, yeah, I want to be this and I want to be that, and they just kind of dip their toe in. And they're like, Oh, I tried for a week. It didn't work. You know, yeah. I knew it wasn't going to work. I tried a week. It didn't work. And so but like when you when you actually make a decision that like this is what it's going to be and I'm just going to do it until because anything worth being good at is worth being bad at until you till you can get good at it. So like once you just make up your mind that I'm going to do this until you just burn the boats, make sure you can't turn around and then just keep going or die. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Or <Poor> perish. <laughs> because <laughs> you can't get back anymore yeah you know it's funny that that is true though because i know like i remember um when i was struggling with switching careers like i was like there was part of me that was like you know i've been doing this for so long maybe i could keep doing what i'm doing sort of like keep continuing the one direction but also do something else and it's like really not sustainable and you're not making commitment you know so like it wasn't until i finally like just like was like you know what i quit the graduate program that i was in and then just stop bothering with any more like nonsense at work and just focus on other things that it really got better because you commit yourself to a different angle totally instead of trying to be half half or like whatever like dipping your toe in and just never getting there you know it's true and we do that because i think we're afraid of that's another fear right you're afraid of that change and leaving what you know is normal even what though happens not if it happens if
0: none of it works yeah
1: well, then you just figure it out i mean i face that on a daily basis where like
0: i just i worry i have a bad habit of worrying and like i worry what if it all falls apart and it's already fallen apart multiple times in my life and somehow I've kept going so like the answer is if it falls all apart well then I just keep going until I figure it out but like there's the constant worrying of just like well what happens if it and it's just a bad habit
1: it is yeah it is and it's hard too I think because like especially if you're doing something like on your own like rather than like within an organization, like it it's it's scary because like it feels like it could fall apart at any moment because you're the only thing holding it up, right? It makes it very hard too. That's the other side of it. Yeah, that's a good one. My second one actually I think it goes pretty well to, is practice self-compassion too. Like know that, you know, you're making a big change. It's gonna be scary, it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be frustrating, you're gonna have to probably, you know, commit to things more than you would normally. And you're going to have to change your life a lot. And so it's okay, you're going to have bad days, things are going to be difficult, you might need to just take a break sometime, you might need to give yourself some time off, you know, but be kind of aware of how you're feeling. And adjust accordingly. You know, don't be lazy, kind of, you know, make sure you have a plan. But like, don't, you know, don't burn yourself out too short, because that's a sure sign, or or that's a sign of failure, you know, you're going to not make it if you do that.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Like being kind to yourself is really important because oftentimes we treat ourselves a lot worse than we would ever treat a friend. Like, generally, (laughs) I treat myself on par with how I treat enemies. (laughs) And And so, like, being kind with yourself is a practice that's helpful in these times because when you're going through a big change, it's going to be rough. Yeah. And that is a great segue, Danny. Thank you. Uh, Prepare for obstacles. So I think this is something that trips so many people up because they have all these good intentions and they've told everyone on social media and they've got this whole rah-rah crowd and then all of a sudden obstacle crops up. Like, let's say they're going on a a diet and all of a sudden they're really hungry one day and they fall off the wagon. Or let's say they're breaking up with someone that they've been in a toxic relationship with and then all of a sudden they're really lonely and they didn't delete their, their number from their phone yet. So like they want all these things. If you can prepare yourself for these obstacles beforehand, knowing there's going to be times when you're weak, when you're feeling down, when any type of obstacle that can come up. And nowadays with like AI, you can just ask ChatGPT, like what type of obstacles will I encounter when I'm doing this? And it'll just come up with a whole bunch of suggestions for you. And that way, you know what you're going to face. And for each one of those obstacles, you can have a few ideas for how to handle them. So now... When you're on that diet and you fall off the bandwagon, you can be like, Oh, you know what? This happens a lot. Tomorrow I'm back on it. Okay. Just make don't make it two days in a row. Or like if you're in that if you're in a relationship and you dial an X, just be like, oops, that was a mistake. Let me call somebody who's actually good for me, a friend, a family
1: member, talk with them, and then delete the X's number. Yeah. That's a good one too, though, because it is that is like a very self-compassionate method, too, because it's also like you can't stuff is going to happen like you're gonna have i mean i think this is our biggest mistake we make when we make changes is we get excited and we think we're gonna do it perfectly it's gonna be like (laughs) a straight line from a to z right i'm gonna know this yeah yeah yeah. and we get excited especially when it's new because i think like you know you feel like you're making a lot of progress things are going really well but then something's always going to come up there's always going to be you know You don't know. You might respond bad to something one day or have a bad emotional day or whatever, and then things get just totally derailed. And if you don't like address it and be easy on yourself, it's going to make the whole effort a failure. And instead, it could just be one bad day or one bad afternoon or one mistake. Who cares? Move on. Mm -hmm. Those are just part of any process. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. My last one for how to make a big change is just get some routine set doesn't have to be a lot. It can be a little just something to kind of structure your day. We talk about this a lot. I think it's very helpful. Anything like, you know, bookending the day with like a couple of routines like journaling, reading, uh, meditation, any kind of like yoga or something, anything that's like kind of good for you can help you kind of keep some sort of regimented schedule because I think that's really helpful because a lot of times we make a big change. We don't know exactly what to expect and it can be really hard to keep a schedule going because it's just, you know, there's a lot of unknowns. So having something to kind of structure your day can help you kind of start the day and end the day, at least in a way that's like normal and consistent.
0: Yeah. And there's definitely those people who are like, but I'm more spontaneous, like I can't plan (laughs) a day. And it's it's like, you know, granted, some people are more spontaneous. But one of the benefits of having positive regular routines in your life is they help combat the mad wild swings that occur in life <laughs> yeah. because light you're going to have your ups and downs in life but when you have a positive routine you can say well you know today was probably the worst day in my life but hey at least i still did this stuff that's good for me
1: yeah, yeah. and it helps it makes it so much better too or at least you know how like i know the day is going to start this way and i might not know what's going to happen after but i know it's going to start this way i know it's going to end this way and i'm good you know mm-hmm. yeah bingo so there
0: you have it, how to make a big change in your life. Because, like it or not, whether you choose or not, <laughs> it's, it's gonna happen, happen. sometimes, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh that's all for this episode of the Existential Stoic Podcast. If you did enjoy it, do us a favor, give us a good review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out so much. It's like digital gold for uh for podcasts and the like. For these you things. can find us yeah, you can find us on YouTube, also wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny.
1: Later, Randy.